When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey you guys, welcome back to my podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. Today's episode is about fun and really owning your own interpretation of fun and your own definition of fun and owning that and living that and not allowing fear or these feelings of unworthiness to stop you from living an authentic life and before we get into that, that well, that was because of an Instagram post I had put on my story. Like literally hundreds of girls responded to it and were like, make a podcast about this. So here I am making a podcast about it. So that is also super important because we, you know, we're gonna get into that in a second. Before I even before I even start that, I wanna just also say thank you guys so much. My podcast every single month has more listeners than last month. Every month is a record breaking month. This past month we've had over fifty thousand downloads and we're in the top one hundred in Great Britain, the United States, Canada, Germany, um, Australia and a couple other countries I forget. And just it's just amazing to see the impact and the widespreading reach of my podcast it feels like every single day there's a deeper reach and I'm really honored and humbled because this message that I'm putting out is really really healing for women and I really hope that more women can experience listening to my podcast and it just means so much to me that you girls are sharing it and new girls are posting about it. I saw this tweet or th- no, this um this TikTok post that went viral on TikTok and this girl, I, I forget what the post was, but it was something along the lines of, um, you know, just kind of saying that she doesn't have a boyfriend and she's healing and whatnot. And then she posted my podcast and that meant so much to me. It means so much to me when you guys share my podcast and you post it. It really just, my podcast is the thing that I'm most proud of in my work, in my social media channels. My podcast is my favorite. It's the thing I'm most proud of. And I just feel really honored. So thank you guys so much. Thank you so, so, so much. With that said, I'm also actually going to be upgrading my podcast in the next month. So I'm going to be changing my podcast cover this month. And I'm also going to be getting some more advanced equipment. My podcast has been out for like a year now and it's just so successful and it's done so well. And I really want it to feel very fancy and like done well and just really, I just want it to feel really like mature and really I don't know. I just want to upgrade like everything about it. You know, I want to upgrade the equipment so you guys have the best audio and I want to upgrade the look. Like I just want it to feel so 
really well done and just yeah so I'm really really excited about that and so with all of that said oh wait also can you guys please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts it would mean so much to me we have so many reviews on Spotify of course leave me a review on there as well but on Apple Podcasts I would love to hit 200 reviews so please leave me a review Um, and with that said let's get into this episode so today's episode we are talking about fun And as I had mentioned, I had posted something on my Instagram story and it was really well responded to and you guys wanted a podcast about it. So here we are. So let's talk about it. So to me, it's very important to own who you are, what you like and why you like it and what you want to do in your life. And I think that one of the reasons that we don't is because we're trapped in these fear narratives and when we're trapped in fear narratives, we don't actually know who we are. And I'll give you an example, right? So like if I'm 19 years old and I think, oh, I just don't like when men pay for me. I don't like when men do this and that for me. I don't want this. I don't want that. This is the type of man I'm interested in, right? I thought that that was me, but it wasn't me. That was just conditioning. That was trauma. That was just layers of conditioning and pain and trauma that formed those beliefs in me. But that that wasn't my authentic truth. And so as I started to heal, I started to realize who I really was. And so I kind of, I say this in my coaching calls a lot of times, there's like this artichoke, right? And you guys know I love artichokes. So, you know, artichokes, they're like, you know, you have to peel back all the layers. And so at the heart of it, the heart of the artichoke, it's underneath all of these layers. And so that's how I view your healing journey. And that's how I view individuals, right? There's all of these layers. And you think that that's who you are, are the layers. We identify with them. I'm this way. But we're not. We're really the heart. But you just have to pull back all of these layers of trauma and conditioning and limiting beliefs that are formed from your traumas and attachments that are formed from your traumas. And then you actually get to who you are. And most people don't really get there. They stay on the surface level. They stay in those layers of the of the artichoke and they think that's who they are. They identify with it. And that's really unfortunate, right? Because you never actually get to live a life wildly expressed, wildly in your truth. And so with fun, we have to have the courage to own who we are own what we like and disown what we don't like and I think that's the really important part we have to have the courage to disown what we don't like and also to find others or we don't even have to find others right but in the long run find others find friends who also have the same desires as you right and so I think of girls, I I can think of even myself, right? So years ago when I was hanging out with people and I didn't really know, I knew who I was on a core level, like it was always there, right? But I was coming from all of these layers of conditioning that I was acting out in a different way than what really resonated in my heart. And so I was going out and I was drinking with friends and I don't drink. So now I don't drink, right? But I don't, I never liked drinking, right? But I was going out and I was drinking and I was going to these clubs with my girlfriends and I was, um, acting in all of these ways that weren't actually fulfilling to my heart and they didn't actually, feel fun to me they felt draining right being out super late felt draining but I thought that that's what I had to do or what that was normal to interact with other people 
And so when you start actually radically claiming what you want in your life, you also have to have the courage to disown what you don't want. And that's going to look like a transition into maybe not hanging out with certain people, right? So for me in my life, when I finally put my foot down, as you guys know, with my two-year celibacy journey, there was a lot of things that in this one moment I disowned. And my friend, actually, one of my my best friends, his name is Reggie, and we've been close best friends since we were 11 or 12, um, since around seventh grade. And I was visiting him last weekend in, um, in the city, in the state he now lives in. And I was visiting him and he said to me, you know, sometimes I think of when you sent me this picture and I forgot I had even sent it to him. And he said, when you sent me this picture a few years ago, this was around three or four years ago, when my life completely shifted and I wrote down in a journal, I had hit my lowest point and I was done. I was like, I'm done. I'm radically altering my life. I'm radically taking the reins and I'm no longer going to act in these ways that don't actually fulfill my heart. I'm done. And I wrote down on a piece of paper, I'm never drinking alcohol again. I'm going to be celibate for the next two years and I'm never smoking weed again. And I went out that day and I bought all of these books, one of which is my favorite book that you guys know is my favorite book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. I bought You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. I bought The Autobiography of a Yogi. And what other book did I buy? I bought, there was one other I had bought. But those ones were the most impactful for me. I bought The Seed of the Soul. There was one other I'm forgetting. But I bought The Autobiography of a Yogi and I bought You Can Heal Your Life. And those two books altered my life. But in this one day, I said, I'm done. And I did the things that I wrote down. I didn't have sex for the next two years. I didn't talk to any men for the next two years. I never drank again. And I never touched weed again. And I moved out of the city I was living in. I was living in LA at the time. I never talked to any of those girls again. I blocked anybody who I needed to let go of. I ended every single talking stage I was in, every single little fling, I blocked them. I moved to a different city and I started over. And I started doing therapy two times a week with my therapist. I went alkaline vegan. And I completely redefined my life. And in that moment, that one moment where I had hit my lowest point and I said, I'm done. From that rock bottom, I created a life that feels so good. I could almost cry. I have tears in my eyes because it feels so good and so fulfilling. But it takes radical courage And the willingness to let go of who you once were, which also looks like letting go of the friends, the people, the towns, the cities, the relationships, whatever, that tie you to that old version of yourself, right? Because if you're still, if you want to be somebody new, but you're still acting like this old version of you, it's actually not even somebody new. If you want to be the truth of who you are, it's not new, it's the truth of who you are, and you want to let go of who you're not, You have to also let go of everybody and everything that reinforces who you are not. And so when I did this, my life changed. And I let also go of a few friendships that were really toxic and that were really hard for me to let go of. I let go of a friend that I was very 
enmeshed in a trauma bond with and I thought was, you know, my best friend and she brought out the worst version of me and I probably brought out the worst version in her and I was super toxic to her. She was super toxic to me and I let it go, right? I I never talked to her again and that was so important for me and I started regulating through my own discomfort, my own FOMO, right? A lot of the reason that we don't actually own our fun what what we act the life we really want to live that's what I mean by fun what's the life that fulfills you right the reason a lot of us don't own that is because we have like this abandonment wound right we're like have this fear of somebody else abandoning us or whatever if we start allowing ourselves to regulate those emotions instead of trying to hide from them that come up with abandonment or when you have FOMO your life will be infinitely better and you will be able to start making empowered decisions and choices. And so in the beginning stages of when I had completely changed my life and I had stopped talking to all these people and whatnot, I still had moments where I was, oh, I wish I could do this. Oh, I just saw these people doing that and oh, I wish I could go back to this or I want this or I want that, whatever. Ooh, that made me feel anxious because I'm not a part of that anymore. Ooh, that made me feel unworthy because I'm not a part of that anymore. Can you regulate through that, right? And so when we can begin regulating through that, we can change our lives because we're no longer in prison by our uncomfortable emotions. And this is part of actually my coaching program. So I'm not going to go any deeper into that because it's the first, uh, the first session of my coaching program because to me, that's one of the most important ways to change your life. And so based on that, I could form and create a life that was the most authentic, the most fulfilling, and the most fun for me. So now I'm going to tell you guys what is fun for me. And I also wanted to mention as well that when you start owning the truth of who you are, you also start being able to connect with other people who resonate with you, right? So for me, let's even talk about my partner. If I was still attached to and acting like who I was not which was me a few years ago five years ago you know acting out or acting from my trauma and thinking that was who I am right but it's not my truth of who I am was underneath that if I was still acting like that the people that are meant for me the spaces and the rooms I'm supposed to be in the people I'm supposed to connect with they'll never connect with me because they're looking for people who are in their expression in their authentic expression so that they can resonate with them if I'm not in that authentic expression how the hell are they supposed to find me if my boyfriend was looking for a woman who was me if my boyfriend's looking for me but I'm not showing up as me he can't find me If I'm showing up as a false persona, a false version of myself that's coming from my wounds and my trauma and my conditioning, and I'm not actually showing up as myself, and my man is out there searching for me, he will never find me. He would never have found me, right? So it's so important as well to be who the hell you are radically underneath all this drama and conditioning and FOMO and trauma narratives and blah, 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 so that the people in the rooms that you're supposed to be with and be in can find you, right? I connect with women on a day-to-day basis. All of the time, I'm connecting with women that are like-minded to myself. But what if I wasn't actually expressing my truth, right? What if I wasn't actually allowing myself to be seen in my actual authenticity? Then they would not see me as like-minded to them and they would not want to connect with me, right? They'd see me as, oh, I I don't resonate with that girl, 
right? She, she doesn't, she's not like me. I don't want to connect with her. And they'd be correct because I wouldn't actually be like them because I'm not actually owning my truth. Even though my truth is underneath all these layers, if I'm not owning it, I'm not, I'm not similar, right? I want to be around women who are radically in their truth, embodied as fuck, right? And so women that connect with me, they want to be around women like that. If I'm not like that, they're not going to want to connect with me. So the point is that be who you are, be who you truly are so that the people who are looking for you can find you. Right. If you're not being who you are, the people who are looking for you won't be able to find you. And so now I'd like to talk about the things that I find fun. First of all, I don't find fun drinking. I hate alcohol. I hate drugs. I have never done any drugs besides weed. I'm not into it. I don't like it. Not approved by me. (laughs) So I'm not a drinker. I'm not a partier. I'm not a drug doer, whatever the hell people want to say. I don't like drugs. I don't like alcohol. I'm not a partier, right? So I don't do that. That's not fun to me. That's the opposite of fun to me. I don't like it. Doesn't resonate with me. And if someone else, if that's their authentic truth, great, right? Then you own that, right? But for me, that's not authentic to me. If I did that, that would be completely a facade. And so I haven't drank in Uh, what, like four years? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I haven't done any drugs in around four years. I never did any drugs besides weed, but you know, you get the point. So I, I don't like that. It's not fun to me. Like that's not a vibe to me at all. And so other people, it was so funny because my boyfriend, my boyfriend and I were talking to my dad the other night and we were talking to my dad and my dad was just talking about, oh, well, don't you guys ever want a fun night out? And we were like, yeah, we have fun nights out all of the time. What do you mean? And he was like, well, you know, you guys never stay out late and you guys don't drink and whatever. And we're like, yeah, because that's not fun. (laughs) To us, that's not fun. And so you have to own what's fun for you. That is not fun for me. That would be literally hell for me. If I had to go out past 1 1 a.m. and drink alcohol, I would literally like, no, that is not fun. And so... It's funny because that's what my dad, for example, describes as fun. You know, he, d- he thinks that it's fun to drink alcohol and go out with your friends and go out. With- that's not that's not fun to me. And then my boyfriend as well, because I'm radically expressed, my boyfriend could find me because he's radically expressed and he was looking for me. He found me. And then we can do our little thing together and we're the same, right? We both don't like drinking. We both don't like doing drugs. We don't do that type of vibe. We don't stay out late. We don't find going to clubs or bars or anything like that fun. And so own what is fun for you and also own what is not fun for you. 
and find other people who are like-minded eventually. I mean, for me, I didn't find other people who are like-minded for around two years and that's totally fine. I just vibed on my own and that was fun for me. That was very fun for me. And so for me, some things that I find fun my favorite things to do that are like literally so fun. I love thrifting. I love thrifting. Thrifting is so fun for me. I'm actually going thrifting tomorrow. It is currently Tuesday, October 4th. And so I'm going thrifting tomorrow. Um, and I'm super excited to go thrifting. I love thrifting. I don't buy anything firsthand. So I just, I love thrifting and I just find it so fun. I like going to estate sales. I buy everything secondhand, not just clothes. So I like going to estate sales. I like thrifting. I like going to yard sales. I really, really enjoy that. And another thing that I love doing is going to vegan restaurants. That's like, (laughs) my boyfriend will be like, oh, that's like your ideal night out is like, well, another thing I love, my ideal date, you know, he'll, he'll do this for me sometimes where he'll get me a massage or a facial and then he'll take me to dinner. And that is the most fun day Ever. Like, I love that so freaking much. I love it when he takes me on a date night out. I remember the first time he did that, it was it was uh, probably around five or so months into our relationship. And he booked me. I was having a really hard month and he booked me a facial and a massage. He surprised me and I got a facial massage. And then he surprised me by taking to my, me to my favorite restaurant in New York City, which is Hungawi. Uh, if anyone is in New York, go to Hungawi. It is so freaking good. So to me, that's like the most fun thing ever. So I love going to vegan restaurants. Like if you want to go to a vegan restaurant and just like try all the food and sit down, I like to spend like three hours in a restaurant. Another thing that my boyfriend like makes fun of me for in a joking, loving way is, you know, I will go and I will take so long to order everything and to eat. Like I just love it. I love going to vegan restaurants. It's so fun to me. I write all my reviews on Happy Cow, which is a little vegan app um, that you can like write reviews and find little vegan restaurants near you. So I go on Happy Cow. I find a little restaurant. I go to the restaurant. I write a review. I upload pictures. Like it's so fun for me. I love that. So I love going to vegan restaurants. It's another part of why I love traveling is because I love going to vegan restaurants in those areas and travel and finding new vegan spots so that's like really really fun for me so we have thrifting we have vegan restaurants I love going outside in nature I love hiking I love going on walks I love just you know kind of being outside going on walks my boyfriend and I were walking my dogs a lot the other week and then we were um, going on hikes a lot so I really love going on hikes I love going outside I love going on walks it doesn't necessarily have to be a hike I just love kind of like sitting and going outside or walking outside or something like that another thing I love is reading I love reading reading is like super fun for me the most like fun and nice night like if I want to have like a little nice night for myself I want to be in bed by like 7 p.m. I want to light the candles next to my bed I want to read my good book. I want to journal. I love journaling. I have like five different journals. I have this thing called Cycles Journal, which I was talking about on another podcast, which is a period journal. So you're like tracking your menstrual cycle and your follicular and your luteal phase and your ovulation phase. So I fill that out every day. I do this thing called the one line a day journal every night. And I love to read. I'm currently reading Magdalene Mysteries by Azra. I forget what what their... Um, they're like Bertrand or something and then Sylvia something whatever it's the Magdalene Mysteries is the book I linked it on my Instagram I made a post about it the other day I love reading I love like doing that 
it's really fun for me to watch YouTube videos by my favorite creators. I love just like watching YouTube videos. I also enjoy making podcasts and making my content. Like that's really fun for me. I love doing that. I love spending time with animals. I love animals so much. I've been vegan since I was 16 years old. I have been vegetarian since I was seven years old. I went vegetarian at seven because I love pigs and I love animals so much. So going to like a farm sanctuary, anything like that is so fun for me. I love to go to farm sanctuaries. I love to go to bookstores. I particularly love secondhand bookstores, but any indie independent bookstore that's super cool. I love going to different little bookstores. I find that to be so fun. I will spend so long in there in Atlanta. My boyfriend was showing me around. He's from Atlanta. He brought me to this little mystical metaphysical bookstore and it was so fun. I just loved it. I spent like two hours in there, got a couple books. So I love bookstores. Like my ideal, let's say I had like a girl's day, right? I would love to like go to a bookstore. I would love to go to a vegan restaurant. I would love to go thrifting. Like that is just so fun to me. I love spa days. I love spa days so much. I do not like getting my nails done. I don't really like doing makeup or getting my nails done that much, but I really love like getting facials, getting massages, anything that like that kind of vibe, any like body kind of treatments. I love you know, body scrubs, facials, massages. I do make it a practice to get a facial and a massage once a month. And so I love that. I love going to the ocean. I love, you know, going to the beach and and doing those kind of things, anything like that. So those are some things that are really, really fun for me. And those are kind of my my weekly kind of go-to things. I would say my my weekly go-to fun things that I do are thrifting and vegan restaurants, like things that I have to actually go outside of the house for. That to me is kind of where, you know, where the majority of that goes. I will go to a thrift store probably once a week or I'll go to a vegan restaurant probably once a week. And so for me, that is super fun. Like that is so fun. I love making meals together with Jeremiah, my partner. He is much better at cooking than I am. So we make meals together or I'm the sous chef and he's the main chef. And I love like doing that kind of thing. So all of these things are very fun to me. I also love organizing. I'm like a big organizer. So I like organizing my room or organizing the house or those kind of things. I love planning, like looking at little Pinterest boards or looking at Airbnbs and stuff like that. So all of this is fun to me. And that's what I like. I really enjoy. I also want to pick up sewing. Like I've been saying that for like two years, but that's something I really want to do. And so, yeah, so all of this is really, really fun to me. Even other things in my life, like just I love doing my skincare. I love taking my vitamins every day. I love harvesting herbs. I love going outside and getting nettle or getting Queen Anne's lace and raspberry leaf and harvesting them. Like those types of things are so fun to me. I love lighting my candles like these. These are the things that are fun. And so I have to own that. Right. I kind of just went on a long rant about what I think is fun. But like, you know, might as well just tell you guys about myself. But but yeah, that's what I find fun. And so I think it's really important to own what you think is fun and regulate through your own emotions of discomfort when you feel, oh, my God, I'm being left out. Oh, my God, this and that. And also understand that as you're coming into your most authentic version of yourself, you might have to let go of friendships or people or places or things that are not in 
resonance with your most authentic version of yourself. They might be in resonance with your most inauthentic version of yourself. And you might have to let those things go and you have to be okay with that. And if you're not okay with it, you have to have the courage to still do that anyway. And so if you'd like to be wildly expressed in your life you have to own what is authentic to you like what your desires are what you like what makes you feel fulfilled for my mom my mom loves hanging out with people like she loves going to parties she loves hanging out with people she loves socializing like that's fun for her like a night out with her girlfriends could be like really fun for her but to me that's not fun like I don't like socializing with a lot of people I don't like loud noises I'm not the type of person that wants to go to like a big party or a big get together and like be have a hear a lot of no like I just don't enjoy that it's just not fun for me and so for her that's authentic for her she really loves that and For me, that's not authentic for me. And I have to own that. That's my responsibility. Something that my boyfriend said, he like tweeted this the other day. I saw it on Twitter and I was like, oh my God, how profound. (laughs) He was like, you know, you can't be, you're not on this earth to be the version of you that your friends, family, community, or culture want you to be. You are the here on this earth to be the version of you that God intended you to be. And that's so true. Like so much of our lives are, so much of people's lives are really dedicated to being this false persona that pleases their family or their partner or their friends or their culture or their community. That's not what I do. My purpose, what I do is I am expressed in the way that God intended me to be, right? God made me as a vessel for its message, right? For its message, for its love, for its wisdom, right? For its expression. And so I am expressed as God intended me to be. I'm not expressed how my mom intended me to be. I'm not expressed how my dad intended me to be. I'm not expressed how my father intended me to be. I made that little distinction because I have a stepdad and a and a biological father. Um, I'm not expressed the way my family or my community or people who knew me years ago intended me to be. I'm expressed in my own God nature, <laughs> in my own God nature, in my own way that God intended me to be. That's it. I'm trying to please God not you. (laughs) So that's the thing is that we have to also stop trying to please everybody else and start trying to please ourselves, which is pleasing God, right? Because your most authentic self, your most authentic truth, wildly expressed, is God's intention for you, right? And so that's really important. That's really, really important. And we need to stop trying to please everybody else besides ourselves, besides God. That's it. And from that space, everything happens. Everything happens. From that space, you become magnetic because you are expressed in your God nature. You are magnetic then because you are showing up in your your God nature, right? In a higher plane of consciousness, as the kids say. And so from that space, you're magnetic. You're fulfilled. You're joyful. It takes a lot of integration work though, right? It took a lot of inner work even for myself to get here, a ton, a massive amount of trauma-informed deep work. But doing that work allowed me to be expressed in my most authentic and wild way, which is aka God being channeled through me fully, allowing myself to be a vessel for God. And I think even something that I'm practicing more 
is allowing myself to understand as well that I am here and just a vessel for God and all of the things I say right my quote-unquote wisdom my quote-unquote thoughts my quote-unquote ideas they're all just God right they're not mine I'm just a vessel for that and so I will continually express what is most authentic to me because what's most authentic to me is what is God's message. <laughs> is what God intended, right? And so I, I heard, I was listening to a Ram Dass podcast the other night and he was saying, don't mistake yourself as the teacup for the tea, right? That's kind of what I was just saying. So all of that tea, all of that, I'm just the vessel, right? I'm just the vessel here. And all of the stuff inside that we're saying that we're doing that we're experiencing the wisdom that we're channeling that we're the ideas we're thinking that's all that's not us right that's just God expressing 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 and so how much can I listen and hear from a clear space from an authentic space so I can be a deeper more clear channel for God right so that that's (laughs) that's all I'm trying to do that's fun for me (laughs) So own what's fun for you, ladies. You know, for me, fun has nothing to do with dysregulating my nervous system. I don't want to get super loud and I don't want to be, you know, listening to, you know, people scream. I don't want to be in a club. I don't want to be in a bar. I don't want to be drinking. I don't want to be doing all these things that society might think are fun. To me, fun is getting a massage and drinking a cup of tea. (laughs) or reading a book at night, or making a podcast right now, like I am having a blast right now making a podcast, or sitting with another woman and just talking, another woman that I really value and that I'm connected with and just talking, doing something creative together, sitting and having a picnic together, laying outside in nature, right? That That's fun for me. And so own what's fun for you and have the courage to actually disown what's not. And with that, I will let you guys go and I will see you on my next episode. I drop podcast episodes every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will talk to you guys soon. Please leave me a review on Apple Podcast and I love you so much. Thank you. Bye. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.